Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Adair, pastoral intern of Biblical Counseling. On this week's show, we're interviewing Rebecca Milford. She's going to be sharing with us about what goes into the making of our weekly periodical, First Things. If you have questions about the show or any ministry at the church, do not hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on the website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org, or you can email us at podcast at firstpresscolumbia.org. Finally, you can check us out on our app. Let's get to the conversation. All right, welcome back to First Focus. I'm Josh Adair, one of your hosts, and with me today we have a very special guest, Miss Rebecca Milford, and an old friend, Scott Hole. Say hi, Scott. Hey. And Rebecca, why don't you say hello as well? Hi. Hi. It's really good to have Rebecca with us. She's actually going to be here today talking to us about something that every single member of our church interacts with on a weekly basis in the periodical that we produce called First Things. And so before we get to that, Rebecca, why don't you share a little bit with us about yourself? Tell us how long have you been at the church and what you do at the church? Okay. Well, uh, like you said, my name is Rebecca Milford. Um, I have been at First Presbyterian for just at 13 years. Um, I started back in 2007, mainly working with the youth ministry and the adult education or Christian education ministry. Sure. And over the years, I've also worked with the college ministry, the new young professionals ministry, and most recently I've been working a lot with the communications so one thing that you guys may not know is that Rebecca stands behind a lot of the different things that go on on a weekly basis, and she's a huge blessing to many of our staff who can also attest to her uh, faithfulness and excellence in what she does. Well, tell us a little bit more about yourself as well. Okay. Well, one fun fact about me is even though I work in communications with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all those. My husband and I actually don't have smartphones. <laughs> we actually don't even have texting. Yeah. Um, we've had the same cell phone plan since we got married in 2005. <laughs> That's awesome. So we don't really want to change it. I and don't blame hey, you. we our phones are back when we got them for free. And so as long as they keep working, we're okay with that. When you got them for free. I don't, that's awesome. So you are my hero, personally. For more reasons than just all of the wonderful things that you do for our staff. But you are a holdout. It's all because of practicality. <laughs> we don't have any big, you know, moral issues on our stances on the issue. Oh, I but know, I know. I we know. just, uh, you know, one day we'll probably be forced into it, but we're just holding out as long as we can. <laughs> and also I do a lot of cooking and gardening. And last year, my husband and I became ultimate outsiders. Ultimate outsiders. Tell me a little about that. So we visited all 47 South Carolina state parks. Oh, lovely. Um, you get stamps and you go. And when you do that, you get a certificate and a T-shirt. But we started it out in the beginning of the year. And then about mid-summer, we realized that we were about halfway through and we could probably finish it by the end of the year. That's awesome. So we did the whole thing in a year and yeah. it was a lot of fun. What was your favorite park that you went to? Oh, gosh. Um, I think one of the hidden gems of the Midlands is a park called Poinsett State Park. Okay. It's between here and Sumter. And it's so unique because you know you're in the middle of the state, but when you get there, you feel like you're in the mountains. It's really neat, and it's got a lot of different climates. It's got some marsh area, some mountain area, some rivers and lakes. It's, it's just a really neat park that I think is a hidden gem in our area. 
And I actually started this past spring to become a master naturalist with the Clemson program. But because of COVID, it was Uh, canceled. So hopefully we'll complete it next spring. So what does that mean that you'll be proficient in when you're done? It's a naturalist program. So you go and you are learning how to identify trees and animals and insects and plants, just all kinds of different things. And you go hiking and you get really familiar with just the area and the history of the area and the natural history. And um, there's actually programs all over the state. Both of my sure. parents did the one in the upstate. Okay. And there's some in Rock Hill and the Low Country. And um, it's just a, a neat certification program about mm. learning how to identify things and then how to teach others and help others with appreciating God's creation. And tell us, Rebecca, a little bit about your family as well. And you're not actually a member here, right? Right. So my husband and I have been going to Church of the Apostles just down the road for the last few years. But we both grew up in the Presbyterian Church of America, so have a lot of Presbyterian connections. But um, my husband is actually the librarian at Erskine Seminary here in Columbia. Mm -hmm. And so he works on the second floor of the bridge, and I'm on the third floor. And if you ever need a theological resource, I say this as a seminary student, Heath is an excellent resource to talk to. <laughs> yeah, he uh, helps a lot with research and uh, tutoring, as he calls it, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Now, I know that First Things is one aspect of what you do at the church, and what I thought our listeners could benefit from, Rebecca, is hearing what excites you about working in the setting of our church and also what keeps you here for as long as you've been here. Okay, well, what keeps me here and what I love about is working at a church in a Christian Mm -hmm. environment, having the team that we have that works together and we're supporting one another. Mm -hmm. I also enjoy just a lot of my job involves event planning and event executing. And so it's a lot of fun to see the different things that we have going on in the different ministries. Mm -hmm. I also just like learning the new things, like being a part of the communications with the website and the app and social media, all those things. I've, I've kind of learned new new processes, new ways mm-hmm. to communicate, and some of the backside as far as coding and things like that. Sure. That's awesome. So it seems like you've had a lot of different experience since you've been here, especially when you think about 13 years ago. I mean, I don't think smartphones were as big of a thing. Facebook was like nascent in its existence. It's incredible to see a ministry snapshot in a career of how you've helped our church as so much has changed. Learn to communicate and also uh, what you've done for us here. So, But you're here to tell us about First Things. Tell us a little bit about it. When did it start and what goes into editing and getting a piece on that front page of our church's periodical? Okay. Well, because of this question that I was told in advance of how long First Things has been around. <laughs> I was trying to find out. If you look on First Things, it says that this is volume 70, <laughs> which would mean that it's been going on for 70 years. But after asking around of some of the office staff and LeGrand Cooper, who used to be here, he remembers it being started in the 80s. Sure. What format and how that's changed over time, I'm sure it's been through a lot. Um, yeah. But I personally have been working on it for the last few years since the previous staff member had left and moved out of town. So First Things is obviously it's a weekly publication that we do. Sure. And so it requires weekly work. We gather the information Uh and put everything together in the newsletter 
And then the newsletter is given out to all the staff members so that they can proof it, look over it, see if there's any changes or things that they see that we need to fix. And then it goes to printing. Some of you may know or have met Adrian, who is on, on our print shop. Sure. She starts printing first things on Wednesdays, and she's an integral part to it. Mm-hmm. We print it, and normally, during normal circumstances, we're printing it on Wednesdays and mailing it on Thursdays. Uh-huh. But because of this COVID and the bulletins, we've been sending out a lot more, and we're trying to get that mailed out on Wednesday so that people can have it in time for their services sure. online on Sunday. But yeah, it's done every week throughout the year. The only week we have off is Christmas week. And uh, in in the printing, it's it's a multi-step process. We have to print, we fold, and now there's a double fold. And so you fold and then you address it and then you have to tab it. And then you have all the paperwork that the post office requires. And a lot of that's done online now. And then one of our sections will usually take it to the post office for the bulk mailing because anytime you have a mailing over 200 pieces, it's a bulk mailing. And with our weekly newsletter, it's a periodical. And on a normal week before COVID, we had about 900 pieces that we were mailing every week. Sure. With the bulletin and extra mailings, we're up to about 14 or 1500. Good gracious. We each week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, mm. And uh, but we want to make sure that everybody is getting what they need and staying in touch and knowing about what's happening at the church. Yeah. It's so easy to take for granted something as simple as like a bulletin when you go to a worship service, but, or even just like our weekly periodical, like first things, but it's often been a point of gratitude. I felt as I I get that in the mail or as I open it up in my email to think about the work that goes into it. And so. Yeah. I say it's, it's pretty similar to, to our bulletins when we do those normally, the printing and the folding and all of that. But since we haven't had physical service until this week, we haven't had to be printing bulletins for yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. I know that it's not just a general article that our pastors use to write on the front page. I know that other ministries have also written as well. I think of Dr. Barbian at the Counseling Center or other ministries from the ministry house that have reached out to you to write an article for First Things. And what would it take for someone to get in touch with you? Yeah. So about a year or so ago, after we switched to the smaller format, wanted to try to take some of the burden of every week a pastor having to write an article and also just to spread out the information that we have because uh, we have all these local ministries that the church supports, but not mm-hmm. everybody knows about them or sure. what they do or you know anything about those ministries. So we reached out to them and asked them if they would like to send us an article and we got some good responses, and we're sure. trying to continue to spread that out and uh, and just to inform the congregation about anything that you know is coming up or things ways that they could volunteer or work with that organization in addition to what the church supports. Hmm. So if anybody has any local ministries or ideas for a cover article, we're more than willing to look into those and see what we can do. You can email me at ft at firstpres columbia.org. Awesome. So ft at firstpresscolumbia.org. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, just from on behalf of our listeners, as well as on behalf of the staff, we're grateful for all the work that you do, Becca. You know, we had some other fun questions that we wanted to get to. One, I think for the sake of time would be, how can we as a, with this audience that might be listening to this episode, how can we be praying for you as a staff member here at our church? Well, this past year, we've had two people in our family who Mm -hmm. have battled cancer. Mm -hmm. One was on my husband's side and one was on my side of the family. And both have come through it and are recovering and have been cancer 
free, but we just mostly want to pray that they continue to be cancer free since we know that it's a long process that these things can sometimes return, especially one of the cancers was pretty serious. So it was a stage four. So we're really hoping that this is in the past and that we can move on with our family. Thank the Lord for that. And we will continue to pray for his care. So, well, wonderful. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our uh, listeners today? Maybe any other updates about First Things, or maybe if they wanted to subscribe to the digital version? Yeah. So some of you may have noticed in about the last year or two, we switched to a shorter format, which we normally use for First Things, which is now an eight and a half by 11 front and back. And in that, we're also trying to promote our email version of First Things. Sure. It's a digital version that comes out on Thursday mornings. It comes out days before you'll get the print one in the mail. And and it's just an easier and faster way for us to get that information out. So you can also email that First Things email address, the FT at firstpresscolumbia.org, if you would like to sign up for for the digital version. And you can also let us know if you would like to be taken off the print version because we can take care of that and we're more than happy to accommodate however we can. That's lovely. Well, thank you so much. And we appreciate all that you do to help our church go and for dealing with knuckleheaded interns like us. And it's a joy to have you on the show. So thanks. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to First Focus. On behalf of Rebecca, as well as all the staff here at First Presbyterian Church in Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they are released, download our app. All you have to do is search for First Presbyterian Church, Columbia, South Carolina, in the app store of your choice. If you have any comments or questions about our show or an idea for an episode, don't hesitate to contact us. We hope that you'll join us again next time, and until then, God bless.